Dude, but that brings up an interesting point, Austin. I feel like some of, like, not everything on his body needed to be committed to ink. He could have utilized the temporary tattoo and saved yeah, some real I estate. Yeah, I think Sharpies could have could have gone, could have gone taken a long way. John Memento quite a long way in his <laughs> um, what the fuck, Guy struggles. Pierce? Yeah, Guy Memento. Sorry, Guy Memento, Memento Guy. Yeah, me- yeah. Did you, did you know that they named Memento disease after Memento Guy, the Fresh Maker? Yeah, the first one to the first one to Memento. Memen- Memento's <laughs> Fresh Maker. <laughs> I always wondered how he got that little tomato inside the olive. <laughs> oh god you're just you're just such a fucking villain a rhyme whore there was so much room left to joke about memento <laughs> did it anyway my name is mr sour pickle they are the visionaries grappling about helping people. Hold up with people. We're getting on my nerves, horse. We can't ever go back to Arizona. Hey, How did JFK get my spaghetti video? To help them fight Mondragor. Well, good morning, everybody, to Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And I'm, I'm Andy. Andy. Holy shit. You what? can't just do oh, that. You <laughs> got him. You can't oh, just she got lip you. sync me. You can't do that. It's oh, been done. Yeah. You're dead. You're a ghost now. <laughs> that 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 rocked me from my socks all the way up and back down like some sort of horrible horrible like someone plucked the wrong string on a guitar and it broke inside Sorry, me. Hey, she, wait, that's she took how it felt name. to watch these cartoons this week. <laughs> am I getting? Am I getting live in the studio energy? Yeah, from Amalia Larson, our fabulous guest. Amalia Larson eats Angie's name out of his mouth and, <laughs> <laughs> and takes it for herself. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah, Amalia invaded my personal space, and neither of us are wearing masks. And I'm pretty sure Joe Biden's going to come and send us straight to jail. But uh, <laughs> I hadn't occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's great, and it feels great, and I can see a person. Oh, look Hi. at your whole face moves. My whole face does move. I've seen the top half of your face. Come on, it's Joe here. What are you half? guys doing? Come <laughs> oh, on. Dang it. Come on, you gotta go to prison. All right. Here, come on. You gotta go to prison. Is this is this I'm your Joe joke? Biden? That's it's it's good. a work in progress. I <laughs> You gotta bring it you gotta bring out the the big gun. You gotta call somebody a dog face pony thing. <laughs> Mm. Remember when he did that? Remember when our president called somebody a dog, a dog face pony? <laughs> 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 what a goofball! Oh, what a big goofball. goof! Um, no, we, we've escaped. We've escaped. <laughs> this is crazy. We've already fallen apart, and this I'm so glad. Mess. It's a I'm mess an agent because of chaos. <laughs> you know that's that's that live energy we haven't had in so long. Yeah, welcome um, to our yeah. Biden cast. Welcome to <laughs> talking to Biden. Welcome to. <laughs> No, instead, what we are actually doing is we dipped in a little bit with Action Man last week into getting some trash back into our show, but we are fully diving headfirst into... Even though only one person on the... There was not a consensus whether Action Man was trash. Yeah. I'm going to say, as the current host of this episode, (laughs) Action Man was trash, but we're really going for it now. This week, this is the trash pile. This is a new, I think, two-part arc. Yeah, uh, where the trash we pile are, and we are the trashophiles. Mm. We are trashophiles. We miss trash. We love it. And what we thought we would do is just normally we do two episodes. And we do kind of a deeper dive on you know beat by beat. We went for some just some real garbage that we thought would also be real garbage. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna just we're gonna hit three shows today. Uh, and I think a way to maybe keep us on time is every now and then if we can kind of remind ourselves trash pile just kind of trash pile just to sort of keep us you know from hey, remember going. this trash, the trash pile, pile trash pile to just remember keep trash pile grounded. we're not spending an hour and a half here right? every no. like, 5 minutes we all have to sniff our own garbage <laughs> <laughs> just a whoop. yeah just a big whiff i'm into it yeah. I'm, I'm into it you guys honestly these 3 episodes these shows which we're going to get into soon i I was screaming. I might be a little hoarse tonight because I was just I was screaming, screaming at the computer tonight. The level of existential horror that I experienced through my peals of maniacal laughter. 
I yeah. don't think I've ever reached before. Yeah. Yeah. We did a good job for this trash arc. I mean, yeah. good is subjective, I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> the stated goal was to f- swim in trash, Amalia. We've done a good was that job. Was the stated goal? Well, we didn't because tell you that. Because I got that. a message that was like, hey, Amalia, do you want to be on Saturday morning Tuesdays again? That show where you watched, a, you know, Beverly and Hills, Cheese and Amalia Fish thought she was getting Masterpiece Theater in the form of a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> Rubik the Amazing Cube. Yeah, Rory, that's one of the shows we watched. Uh, Andy, what are the other two we saw? Oh, boy. The other two were Mighty Orbots and Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. Uh Something that we should mention is that these shows Orbots are rock. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Look, these shows are ones that have been on our like shortlist since 2017, basically. Like from even from before the, that, really, even before, before the that, show existed. Which shortlist? Yeah, because we we constantly have to like think of you know shortlist of what of shows to maybe <laughs> do at some point because we liked the theme songs. They are. Okay. They're very okay. good themes. Well, they're very, very good theme songs, yeah. For one reason or another, mostly because we knew they'd be garbage. We have never watched them, but this is the perfect time. We have done a trash pile arc, and now we are watching them, and we're sort of shoving them out the door as quickly as possible. And in that, yeah. in, in the interest of doing so, I think we're going to start with Jason the Wheeled Warriors, and it's time to dive right into this pile of trash. Thundering across the stars to save the universe from the monster minds. Jace searches for his father to unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Sawboss. Wheeled warriors explode into battle. Lightning strikes. There's a power that comes from deep inside Everybody's chasing the wheel warriors. We're back. We're in the trash. We, here we go. It's episode 28. Moon magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So everybody here's okay. Everybody. Gillian or Jillian. I didn't clock. It's Gillian. It's Gillian. Gillian. It's Gillian. And all the wizards of the universe <laughs> gather together. <laughs> all the wizards of the universe. Don't shut up. You got to be quiet. We're this. Uh, okay, Gillian okay, sorry, and all sorry. the wizards of the universe. Gather together to combine their powers in the orb to which then receive strength from the night moon. Shut up. Everybody just shut up, please. <laughs> the night moon. No, shut up. Gillian and all the wizards of the universe gather together to combine their powers in the orb, which then receives strength from the night moon. Sawboss has captured the night moon. Shut up. And by infecting the two teachers of the children, the child wizards, he <laughs> hopes to capture all the wizards and use their power and the children's power for evil doing. <laughs> you have to be quiet. Jace, Herc, and Flora are captured in a bubble, but Oon rescues them, and Jace risks his life by using the magic ring to rescue the orb from Savas. All powers return to the wizards, and Savas loses the night moon and the battle. Oh. Oh. This is the best thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. What happened here? <laughs> There's so many wizards. There's so many child wizards. They're on the moon. They're on the night moon. The wizards of the night moon have gathered to do their strange ritual. Every hundred years. Every hundred years. All the wizards of the universe gather. No, not every hundred years. Every hundred new moon. So every sorry. hundred moons. Yeah, no, but in the universe, moons. I feel like there's constantly a new moon. The right? secret word ah. of today is moon. Night moon. 
<laughs> we are night moons, day moons, old moons, new moons. Uh, child magicians. Yeah, we got child wizards. <laughs> Jason the Wheeled Warriors has everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has, you've already heard it. This has one of the best theme songs of anything we've ever watched. So We're going to repeat that again later today. And it it's so but good. But the next time you hear it's it, it won't so be. so good. You won't have to qualify it with one of. No, I really won't. <laughs> I really won't. I'm, I have Andy's notes in front of me. Oh. And it says, this theme song fucks. It and does fuck. I'm going to show you on my notes <laughs> oh, okay. where it says, this theme song slaps. Oh, wow. <laughs> not quite as many U's as you put in fucks, but there's a lot of A's. She's not wrong. There's a lot of A's. Nice. It was very good. It, I don't know how to talk about this trash. We can't go through it beat by beat. We just can't. No. Right? Can no. I? Well, there aren't beats. What beats? <laughs> Nothing is explained. Okay. Here's, I came to a great amount of peace with Jason the Wheeled Warriors, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm. Okay. I started the first, like when I started going through Jason the Wheeled Warriors. I was kind of doing something else. Like I wasn't, I wasn't, my focus wasn't totally on it, but I realized in the first few minutes that absolutely no information was being communicated through words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't, I didn't know what was going on. So I started it over and realized that this is like a, this is like a 22 minute concept album. <laughs> yeah, the show yeah. refuses logic like, and reason at every turn. It is. I mean, it, it's like, it's like a 22 minute Cirque du Soleil narrative, <laughs> like the like the, as much story as Cirque du Soleil. Well, it minus, is French, so that I know does I realized that at the end, minus acrobatics, yeah, or any visual interest. There's <laughs> really no so visual interest. I was, I thought it was like maybe going for some kind of abstract art thing, like where we've seen with some of the other Jean Chalapan stuff, some of the like. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the was the crazy Spartacus one? And the Spartacus, Spartacus. yeah, Spartacus. Yeah, except, except here's the thing. This is not Spartacus. This isn't going, this isn't trying to make a point. This isn't doing anything artistic. This is a complete failure of storytelling on all levels. Well, I don't know that it really tried to tell a story. No, exactly. How do you, you have yourself a dilemma because Mm -hmm. there's no way to have an arc, right? With a rise and fall. Sure. When the, when the, when your show has saw boss, you're you. There's no, there's no. <laughs> the you cannot mind. get higher. You cannot get higher than just introducing a character named Saw Boss, the boss of saws, <laughs> and just you just have to know that the best idea has been had. <laughs> yeah, we've reached it. We've reached the pinnacle. Well, it's funny. I this is going to sound stupid. I'm sure you guys do this all the time, but I never do. And this is the very first time in the history of our show that I've done this. Halfway through this episode, I told YouTube to speed up to 1.5 times speed. Whoa. I don't don't speed up. I said, I can't fucking deal with the pacing on this. And you know what's funny? It played out almost like a normal show when I did that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a snooze fest right up until the moment where they're like, all right, engage toy mode. (laughs) <laughs> and they roll out the cars that Mattel's trying to sell or whatever it was, right? Like micro machines, whoever the fuck is doing all the cars for Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Uh, and then they do like a giant car action sequence for like two minutes. And then they go right back to the shit. And uh, I, I don't I don't know. Hold on. I do have a note. I, yeah, it's Mattel. Boop. Sniff your garbage. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> the line that precedes the part that you're talking about with like the all the cars chasing around and like the cool like epic like construction like battle construction vehicles yeah um is yeah. saw boss saying in the name of the black light i go <laughs> Which makes me, th- I mean, it's this is a concept album. It could yeah. be on roller skates. Yeah. Like, that could literally be. Because yes. then there's like, like trumpet this riff, and we Xanadu just like go with into. Cars. Yes. It absolutely is. <laughs> there's a moment I liked right at the beginning when they arrive on Wizard Moon. Uh huh. <laughs> and the first thing is it Herc, the, this other guy, this other like kind of muscly man? The, oh, the you, chin mean man? Herc, the you mean Herc? You mean Herc Storm Sailor? 
That's his name? A rat tail and a... Yeah. yeah. For Ooh, some reason, God. for some unexplained reason, the very first thing he does is try to sell a knife to a child. Yeah. <laughs> is that silver? I mean, real silver? <laughs> what else? Hey, I'll trade you for this. <laughs> now, I yeah. should also mention, we've kind of f- come full circle here because Herc Storm Sailor, if you can't tell, is voiced by the same guy who did Aloe in Dinosaurs. Oh, shit. It's okay. been too and, long. I didn't notice. Oh, no, it's it's exactly that you're same right. guy. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I, it feels right. It feels right. The narrative elements of this story feel like Mad Libs. Mm, yeah. Like it, like, like it, there's kind of we're cruising along, and it's there's the you know we're on the planet, and there's the good guys, and they're child wizards, and then there's but then all of a sudden there's the bad guy that comes down, and mm-hmm. his name is oh what is his name? Zabos. Zabos. <laughs> yes. Zabos. Andy, did you really just forget the best? No, he no he gave me the benefit of the doubt. It's fine. Zabos is the greatest and worst name for any character in any series. And then there's bees. And then there's bees there's that bees. sting them in the eyeballs <laughs> by we way get, of controlling their brains. We get magic bees that attack the child magicians. Uh, <laughs> also, Marvin I'm the really, Martian is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it just, it's just, it's so crazy. We, we get so much. I want to just drop a little bit of the exposition thrown at us that... Yeah seems to it, they're they're not trying to clarify they're just adding more confusing information instead of like getting us up to speed the moon that you see is the night moon it's the moon that gives mystical essence to our magic once every hundred new moons the night moon's power is the strongest all the wizards of the universe gather for our ritual for strengthening our magical powers yeah, because immediately we've got all the wizards and their powers, and there's an orb, and there's a night moon, and then there's also marbles. Yeah, there's and then, the, the marble is different from the orb. Yes. Right. The marbles are not orbs, but then and the child <laughs> magicians are different from the regular magicians who don't yeah, have the, powers and, anymore. Because it's in the big and orb. And they're all wizards. Yeah, they're all wizards. Right. All their powers in the big orb, but then the main characters get trapped in one of the small marbles. But they use wizards and magicians interchangeably when they're referring to people. Uh-huh. Also, there's a giant goldfish that slaps the wizard. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were spikes sure of ball spikes of marble at a wizard. I think I was way into that moment. And then as I implied, at a certain point, the episode goes, get fucked, wizards. We've got cars with buzz saws and lasers. Get fucked, wizards. <laughs> and, and, and then the wizards get their powers back and everyone's happy again. And- I'd, like to, I'd like to announce we're adding a new t-shirt to our merch store. <laughs> get fucked, get, wizards. Get fucked, wizards. <laughs> get fucked, wizards. Well, I also want to play the clip that, that shouted, um, my child magicians. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the best thing I've ever heard said out loud. But honestly, oh. the I mean, this show's strongest work is everything other than the script. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it, I want, I mean, I wanted to turn all the words off. Yeah. And then just right. go away and just let it kind of wash over me. Just like, play Pink because, Floyd instead. Exactly. Yes, who is this show this for? Be... Exactly. I wrote that down in my notes. Who is this? It's like because it, it's it's too like it's too action oriented for to be for babies, but it is kind of for babies. Like yeah, because there's it's, no it's meat. Far there's too nothing abstract ha- for the for the children. You would, it seems to be for yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's battle construction equipment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and one of them's one of the one of the vehicles' names is Drill Sergeant. <laughs> I love Drill Sergeant. <laughs> It doesn't have a personality. It's not a character. It's no. a vehicle called Drill Sergeant with a goddamn drill on its nose. That car worked its way up in the military. But the sure cars is. all have to have names, Amalia, because otherwise the toy wouldn't have a name. Yeah, because then <laughs> right. kids know what to shout at their parents relentlessly in Toys R Us. <laughs> I need Drill Sergeant. Drill Sergeant. Do you know what this was? <laughs> okay, okay. This was Phantasmic. Mm. Do you know in yeah. Disneyland yeah. there's like the right. show and it's the, boat the show. and it's like yeah it's Mickey and it's on the water and oh, fan- it's kind of like Fantasia Live no Fantasmic oh, is the, the live, live show. show 
Uh, like, pyrotechnics and Captain Jack Sparrow fighting Peter Pan or whatever. Yeah, and at one point <laughs> yeah. there's like a big scary Ursula that comes out and yeah. stuff. Like, this is that. Yeah. Ursula's Saw Boss is what I'm saying. I, I'll agree with that. On Saw Boss, I do want to say he's his whole theme is like plants. Is that like a, he's kind a of like King a book. His, his <laughs> whole th- but his <laughs> by Stephen King. Um, boy, his stuff has really gone downhill. Um, no, he's got a whole plant thing, which just yeah. makes him like the the ecological. Uh, he's like an eco warrior in some way. Yeah, but and, his whole and don't thing forget is, the bees. And, and the bees, right? And he's got bees, which we love here. We're big fans of bees. And not to not to beat a dead horse here, but he does say, "I want the child wizards to be at my command by the time the next moon rises." And yeah. I, that I can really em- I can really empathize with this villain. I do too. And then he also says he keeps wanting to destroy their root, which <laughs> feels weirdly kind of sad. <laughs> You just let it wash over you, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah. Cirque du Soleil, phantasmic. Yeah. I wish Trash I'd been pile. so high for this. Trash pile. Yes. I don't even like Please. being high, and I wish I'd been high for this. <laughs> <I know>. Hey, <laughs> listeners, this is on YouTube. Just please look up Jason the Wheeled Warrior's Moon Magic, pop an edible, and have an amazing night. Please do. Yeah. yeah. Trash pile. Trash pile. I gotta, trash pile. We, we got to get out of here. We got to have time for some two other shows. Hey, do we think that Guy <laughs> Memento, if, if if he was doing his thing today, yeah, that he would like write down cool websites on his on his body that like he likes going to? Yeah, like which ones, Austin? Like a, I don't know, like a like a hyperlink for a cool TikTok that he saw. He would get <laughs> the that full, like he'd the get full that hyperlink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he has to use like two mirrors to read the small of his back for the TikTok uh-huh. URL. Right, he types it in, and he's like, oh, that is funny. <laughs> All right, well, what's next? Who killed my wife? Go, mighty war bots. They're joining together to fight for what's right everywhere. Mighty war bots. Protecting the world from the shadow of evil and doom. War bots. Champions of justice and truth. Everybody, we're back in the trash pile. We're back, uh, and we are looking at the Mighty Orbots. And Mighty Orbots, this is episode four, The Dremlocks. And here is the synopsis. When the Orbots investigate strange energy readings on a primitive planet, they discover it invaded and its people controlled by shadow. Shadow. Oh, it was so, really just shadow? I kept trying to make that name more complicated. No. Yeah, it was it's really not. shadow. Sorry, Austin, yeah. Please continue. <laughs> so Did you think it was like spelled elf style with like a couple with an apostrophe shadow. after? Shadow. I don't know the way that the way that some people <laughs> said it. I was like shadow. Surely they wouldn't just call it shadow. Sorry. Nope. So when they we did. watched Action Man, uh, we talked about how uh, stuff made in the post immediate post Matrix era was really noticeable. Like you could really mm-hmm. see the the influence on its sleeve. This, in a very similar way, is the post Star Wars era, the immediately post Return of the Jedi, and therefore this whole episode is Ewoks. Yep. Um it's just Ewoks. It's just Ewoks. Uh, but this is evil. this is uh, 1984. All these shows, so yeah. all all three of these shows, they're 1983, 1984, 1985. So mm, they're all right. of an era, which feels weird, right? They don't feel like they cohabitate. They yeah, they do not feel like they stack like that. No, y'all, no. this show so, was a problem. I struggled deep, with this one. Deep in the heart, <laughs> deep in the heart of the garbage. Is a gem. Is a gem named Mighty Orbots. <laughs> oh no, my god! Don't I say it. Fucking no. love. 
I great. loved it. Oh, I knew. Oh, I loved it. Let's put <laughs> you on the stand for a minute. Um, I want you to. I want to, one. Tell us why you wanted us to watch Mighty Warbots today at all, and and what you see in it. Okay, we had to watch it for one because this is the bangingest theme song that's ever been banged. It's incredible. Okay. This, song bangs, this, this song bangs back in time. <laughs> <laughs> If this reasoning doesn't end with a personal apology to me, <laughs> okay, so then I just don't even know. Okay, then there are two robot babes, yeah, and uh, Bo and Boo, <laughs> Bo and Boo. Okay, so it starts off. Okay, the show starts off. They're flying drills through an asteroid field. Yeah, and then sure. for no reason at all, one of the robots named Tor is like, "I want to fight a comet," and his boss is like, <laughs> "Okay." Yes. We so they do fight a car. They do. I think we do need to back up very briefly and explain what is happening in Mighty Orbots because if you think of Voltron, Voltron. you you think of Voltron, but more for babies. Like, what if what if they were all weird cartoon characters? What if they were all Looney Tune characters? That I feel like only I feel like only Crunch is a Tiny Tunes character. Now sure. I'm not I'm gonna tell you this is the weirdest this is the weirdest experience. I hated this show, but I, I learned their names so fast. I think the show does a boo bork yeah. tour <laughs> yes. Robin Ono. Yeah. Robin Ono and, and you're and you're forgetting Crunch. Yeah. And Crunch Pickle and, and Rondu. Wim so it's Wham. like O and R are are prevalently featured because of obviously the Orbot. Orbot. Yeah. Which is, Rob you know, I don't Bort. know if you noticed this. This is a fun little IMDb bit of trivia. Orbot is just robot with a couple letters flipped. I love Isn't it. I love fun? it so much. When I was going to camp, there was a camp counselor I loved whose name was Tobor, which is robot backwards. <laughs> Hell That's yeah. fun. Funny. <laughs> this is the flimsiest premise for a show that's ever happened ever. What yeah. if we did a show oh, about robots, but stay with me here. <laughs> We're going to switch two letters in the word robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also realized through the course of the show with Dread that the giant, cr- like, ur robot that they make by combining together their oh. Voltron is called Mighty Orbots. Singular pronouns for Orbots. It's very funny. Yeah. No, yes. What a guy. This, yeah, what this a character, guy. <laughs> Mighty Orbots. <laughs> No, there is a there is an extremely aggressively present narrator. Yes. Who is yes. commenting on like everything, like the guy that you hate that talks through the movie. I kept waiting uh-huh. for him to cut out like this was all the intro. Yeah. Like, I was like, is this whole thing just a show pitch for the show that they're going to make? Yeah. That will be entertaining. These little fellows are the Dremlocks, and it looks like they couldn't be happier. Uh-oh. Looks like trouble in paradise. That's a drone probe from the Shadow Star. Okay, so, <laughs> smash cut back. <laughs> Tor has just beat up a comet. They land on the Dremlock planet. And he Which is Planet Idilla. Uh, planet Idilla. And, and there's he has, squeaky koalas, and, and there's a pixel and, wipe every okay, shot. And this is, <laughs> okay, so, so this is a giant robot with this deep, deep voice. This is just a hulking mammoth of a man. He's And... and and he's got two, this robot, I can't stress this enough, these are robots. These are crime-fighting, space-faring robots. And he has two tickets to the symphony. <laughs> yeah. So imagine if Optimus Prime had concert tickets. Like, that's how crazy this is. Oh, God. And, yeah. and he tells it. That I found this funny uh, because one babe... Because okay, one babe definitely wanted to go to the symphony with Tor, and one babe definitely didn't, and they somehow managed to turn that into a conflict. Yeah. <laughs> managed to immediately turn the only two female characters against each other. Also, well, they're super babe. For Tor. When the other ones are literally just stacks of shapes. <laughs> Tor's, Tor's trash, too. Ono oh, is also a, a little lady. A little tiny robot lady. Her name is Ono, and she says Ono a lot. (laughs) That's Uh, true. (laughs) That's true. Oh, no! She's the plucky little sister character. Which does remind me of uh, Sigourney Weaver's character in Galaxy Quest, where she makes a comment that the whole time she's just being used to read off the computer display. Yeah. Like, she uh just reads off what's happening. And very much Ono in the same way. And they say her name, and then she exclaims, Oh, no. And that's, that's her... That's her I role. 
I don't think we've done enough to emphasize the fact that there's a robot named Bort on the team. <laughs> there is Bort. He's Which one's Bort. name is Bort? Bort's the Bort scared is the blue, one. the morph oh! one. He's, he's a scaredy cat and he can transform. My son's name is also Bort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look. Again, we can't go over the plot. The, the 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 Ewoks have been mind whammied with devices from the bad guys, and they try and enslave the main characters so that they can work in their minds. They're like squeaky koala bears, but if their ears were like the fluffiest moth antenna. Yes, that's yes. accurate. Uh, I do want to give this show a weird amount of credit for one one thing. The animation. Um, no, uh, no, actually, good. the animation is actually. Yeah, it's interesting, but a little unnerving because they're a little too fluid. Like their movements go yeah. a little too yes. far. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, yeah. I like don't know. they put like thirty thousand dollars worth of effort into him, like touching the panels, and his hands I... are like over animated. Okay, maybe yeah. that's what I'm picking up on because I feel like watching this, it's not dirty, but it feels dirty. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. there's lots of the cinematography. There's lots of framing where they're looking through like crevasses the amount of attention paid to fingers moving is a little bit yeah there's a lot of fingers moving there's a lot of like shape of the throat well it's kind of like that that fucking john k maneuver for ren and stimpy where they zoom in too far on something to show too Uh much detail detail. yeah and you're like oh his fingers wriggle around like little worms also like that volcano (laughs) that they fly into is a butthole like they flew into a butthole (laughs) volcano It's a butthole yeah, volcano. <laughs> yes. No. Okay. The credit, the the bit of credit I wanted to give this show was a little bit of sci-fi literacy. Was when they refer to the planet as having a day side and a night side. Yeah. Which you kind of never see in most of this like Silverhawks bullshit sci-fi is actually acknowledging that planets are like planets. True. Um, <laughs> and aren't just like a single like village and on a whole planet. It's like, oh, the, the satellite was orbiting the night side and they landed on the day side. And you're like, hey, they remembered science fiction. But also the narrator didn't leave any story to be told by the okay, story. Okay, so back to the greatest show we've watched, Mighty Orbit. <laughs> oh, my God. Trash pile. <laughs> woo, Trash woo, pile. Woo. Everybody sniff. Okay. So, <laughs> sniff your chest. <laughs> okay, so... Bobu and Tor are walking around, and um, <laughs> Boo is that the is that the the lady robot who doesn't want to go? It doesn't matter. Yes, that's Say correct. One They're and indistinguishable. Now she finds these flowers that just jizz all over the place. Yeah, I'm not trying to be I'm gross. Saying. They they no, just they squirt this. Yeah, they fucking do. It's just this nasty white white <laughs> sprout flies out of these things, and these things she thinks it's gonna be hilarious. If she picks a bunch of these flowers and gets torn and just get. Yeah, but then I was like bracing for a cartoon money shot with that I didn't <laughs> yeah. want. It's exactly what's going to happen. But I'm sorry, he trash just sniffs pile part one, bracing for a cartoon money shot with Amalia Larson. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the title so of the remember, episode. No. It's right there. Please remember these are robots. And he she picks flowers for the robot to smell. And he does have a nose and he sniffs super deep and nothing happens. <laughs> Yeah, now, the I other just, chick I robot. Think he just inhaled a lot of flower jizz. <laughs> but now the other babe is livid that this chick's trying to hit on her man, even though she was just trying to just cream on all over that face. <laughs> just trying to, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, also the narrator has to triple, quadruple explain this moment as well, yeah. and just super murder it, and it's it's bad. It looks like Bo and Boo are in quite a fix. Fuck off, man. So now one by one the Orbots get picked off, right? By the by the mind controlling Ewoks. Mm Mm-hmm. Can we we need to talk about Shadow for a second? Okay. Okay. So Shadow is the horrible like five eye fish creature, yeah? I think so. Like it during the who opening talks like credits. Dr. Claw? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who talked like Dr. Claw during no. the opening credits. I was like, if the five eye fish mouth planet in the trailer is in this episode, I'm turning it off, which I didn't end up doing <laughs> because by the time we end up getting there, there's a shot of Shadow where he actually kind of looks like more like that thin cut marbled beef that you put in hot pot. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I don't have to turn this off, but it's not good. <laughs> certainly has very few defining features. He does look like kind of just a psychedelic meat pile. <laughs> now, I want to I want to just be in the interest of extreme accuracy. Shadows the organization and that guy's name is Lord Umbra. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah. Can we also Shadow. submit Psychedelic Meat Pile as an episode title? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Rory, say what you need to say so that we can get out. There's yeah. so much porny saxophone is the thing. <laughs> no, 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 wait, I got to get to the saxophone. <laughs> okay. So all, all of the, all the Orbots have been whammied and they're working in the mines. And Rob and Ono show up and find them uh, clearly mind controlled. Um, I love this. Rob and Ono just pick up the two babes, run off with them over their head. (laughs) It's so cartoonish. And it was really funny to me. It was really funny to just carry people like uh, some sort of like a piece of like a piece of wood. Yeah. Like luggage. But only the women. Yes, only the women. Yes, because obviously Tor is Tor and Crunch are fucking gigantic. They could have saved the port. They could have <laughs> saved the port. <laughs> no one cares about uh, Warbord. No love for Bort. Okay, so so Rob and Ono have to reprogram the, the babes to get them back to uh, having their brains. And they immediately start catfighting. And Rob chastises them. Mm-hmm. Then says, now hold hands and become invisible. With no fucking... <laughs> absolutely... No warm up to that. There's been no, no foreshadowing that this is a part of the show. Boo, take Bo's hand and turn her invisible. They do teach us that in conflict resolution. Um, is to just hold hands and become hold invisible. Hands and become invisible. And then when and, they get like they yeah. like walk towards the danger being invisible, and they're when they get like really close to the shit, they're like, we can't let go, otherwise you won't be invisible anymore. Yeah. So the babes are holding hands, and then they start playing this jazz version of the Orbots theme song, which oh. also slaps. But it was it like oddly just, sexual. All of it. There's just so much porny sex. Like under this whole thing, there's like a close up on something that isn't weird until there's like, wow, wow. And you're like, wait, <laughs> is this weird? I can't tell. Guess what? It's weird now. <laughs> Go, mighty Orbots. Put it right Okay, on the trash, trash pile. pile. Trash pile. Trash so, pile. Look, they get out, they, they, they form inside a cave, and then they get out of the cave, and then they got to take the satellite, and so they got to oh, form up again. And then they separate, and then they form again. It's yeah. it's chaos. And then they have it's to chaos. fight they do it. a bunch of jellyfish things that are guard drones. Uh, yeah. And then there's and then there are those. There's a bunch of one liners all in a row, like they had forgotten to do any in the first two thirds of the episode. <laughs> right. So then there's the like a guy gets covered in rocks, and he's like, "Things are getting rocky." And then like another <laughs> another one, and they're like they like tie a knot in a wire, and he's like, "This ought to put a crimp in your style." Ah, like. <laughs> Get him in quick. <laughs> it's like, it's like panicked. We gotta meet our quota. <laughs> okay, so end of the episode. We're kind of end. We're gonna end on a kind of a laugh line. But I Do didn't. We? I'm gonna. This is the only part of the episode I didn't like. Really? Wow. Wow. Sorry, I'm learning a lot about you tonight <laughs> <laughs> because I'm really into these babes. <laughs> no. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the wild thing. About how this ends, the babes prank Tor. Finally, they team up to prank Tor. Yeah, uh, for getting he's between a piece of the shit. Yeah, he asked a ba- He asked one girl out. He didn't do anything wrong. He <laughs> said, "I've got two tickets to the symphony, and then nothing else." And that's not on him. The rest of their fighting is not on him. Because <laughs> one chick didn't want to go. I know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And then, and then like, we're going to the symphony a, together. They're the two hot girls, so they have to be at odds with each other. They have no, to but be. No, they team, they, but they teamed up to prank Tor. Yeah, at the end. Know. My, my also, best friend who fights comments for fun. <laughs> okay, hang on. They do team up to prank Tor, and at the end... They say, we're going to buy our own tickets to the Saturn That'll Symphony show after, <laughs> after putting him at the top of, like, the tallest, like, utility pole but in the world. he is also a flying robot. But I also, don't know why he's sure, trapped on top of a tree. But also, yeah. we already have two, this is, this is Chekhov's Saturn Symphony pair of tickets, right? <laughs> yeah. We already have two tickets to the Saturn Symphony <laughs> right. in play in this story. But now he has to They're take crunch, and that's going to be so embarrassing. They're already putting him on top of a pole. 
through telekinesis. How hard would this have been to take the tickets out of his goddamn pockets and not have to buy two extra tickets? Why would they now? steal his tickets? He didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just hey, mean from a hey. narrative standpoint, the fact that we now have four Rory, tickets in play. Amalia, Amalia, Rory, I'm, I need you both to hold hands and become invisible. <laughs> trash pile, let's go. We got it. Trash go. pile. Mighty Ormonds don't watch it. So wait, if you were Memento Guy's friend. Peter Piper, who picked a pack of pimentos. <laughs> Peter yeah, Piper. Yeah, the Memento <laughs> Guy's best friend who picked a pack of pimentos for Memento Guy. If you yeah. were Peter Piper, you could reuse the same stories and jokes on him over Oh, yeah, and the over first again. time you get I a good laugh. I already do. You... <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you're not Memento Guy? He's great to work out material on. Yeah. 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 Right. Fresh audience every good. time. He's a perfect neutral audience, yeah. I've made changes to my tight five and I redo it again for Memento Guy. I just guy. do it for him again and again. <laughs> hey, Memento Guy, it's me, Peter Piper. <laughs> I'm always really trying to make this Peter Piper character work. Sounds like it's already working to me. <laughs> she's just, she's staring at me like someone who knows their bit is working. I'm going to be staring at you this entire time. <laughs> do you know how long it's been since I had a, a live audience? <laughs> Okay, it's the third one. It's the third piece of trash that we're we're swallowing this week. This, 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 this is Rubik the Amazing Cube, episode six, Rubik and the Pooch Nappers. I had to write this summary, so this one's on me. So, <clears throat> the Rodriguez kids try to convince their parents that their dog Sparky is special by entering him in a local dog show. Sparky wins with the assistance of Rubik's powers, but two robbers in the audience think Sparky would make a great addition to their criminal enterprise. Ooh, good summary. That's a good summary. You. A You're good, good summary. at this. Thank you. Okay. I should work for Wikipedia. God. Rubik. Why do they do Rubik. this? Rubik. The amazing okay. cube. This show May is, I uh, say something about the first scene yeah, of this? Yeah, please. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, please. If we are actually following what happens in the first scene, their mom is saying, dog needs a bath. Please give him a bath or he has to go outside. Yes. So the central. (laughs) No point. So the central problem that needs to be solved in this episode is Sparky needs a bath. Yes. Right? Yes. Can we all all agree? This is what has been stated. Okay. Uh Now, I do kind of like the kid logic here. They're like, we're, I don't want to watch. They're, they're like, this poor guy doesn't need a bath. Let's get, he's going to win a contest. And then <laughs> she mom puts will him know. out in the doghouse because and he's stinky. Mom will and know. they didn't give him a bath. And they're like, I know. We'll put him in a dog show so that he'll <laughs> impress mom. Along, <laughs> along with all of this uh, very mundane plot at this point. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. They hang out with a psychedelic alien named Rubik, the Rubik's <laughs> goblin from space. This little, this weird baby, this weird baby who speaks in 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 broken in broken English and has superpowers, but like which ones? Hard to say. What Maybe can, all of them. Perhaps it does kind of it does feel like Gandalf powers. They're like yep. you can just kind of you can just do what needs to get done. It's actually terrifying. It is. Yeah. It is kind of terrifying how much <laughs> Rubik can I'm do. Not Fond of Rubik. <laughs> no, no. I wanna, I wanna back up very briefly. Rubik, yeah, do the it. Amazing Cube. I did not do any research about this show, but oh, I, I kind of, you kind of know all you need to know because this was a time when everything got an animated show. Everything that was a fad, everything that was a trend, it does not matter if it's a small puzzle cube with color stickers on it. <laughs> it's going to become an animated series with a gang of kids who solve mysteries. With an anthropomorphic face! The interesting thing about a show about two little Latino kids who hang out with a Rubik's Cube three. is that there it's three. also... Which well, one Rodrigo, did you just forget? Well, Rodrigo's Rodrigo not like, is... Yeah. He's like an extra. He's either an older brother or uh, oh, uh, you know, actually, a friend. It's, it's it's not Rodrigo. It's uh, it's Reynaldo. 
Ronaldo. Yeah. This show is incredibly sexual. <laughs> yeah. In what way? Well, it when is. We'll get are you there. kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So, well, okay, okay. Right, okay, okay yeah. back half. I, there's one. Yeah. I have one way. There's one way in which it's sexual in the back. There half. are two ways. There okay, are at I'm, least I'm, four. I'm open <laughs> so to hearing about this. I still think <laughs> that the undertones of Mighty Orbots are a bigger problem than the overt no. moments in Rubik. But I'm willing to have this fight with you, Rory, because I care about you. So okay. let's <laughs> let's climb this trash pile together. So moment the first. So I, I think I want to just pick up basically where the uh, summary ends because up until the robbers show up, this show is a real nothing burger, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So now we're in this sort of we're in a kind of just high concept uh, fun house of hijinks. It's sort of a what do you call it? A Home Alone where there's just pr- there's just like pranks on robbers. Yeah, sure. and and yeah. these evil robbers want to use this super dog the for their crime. big they want robbery to use the super tonight. Dog for crime. Yes. Did I mention there's yes. a big robbery tonight <laughs> at the gold at the gold coin factory? Yeah, at the gold coin factory. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now the dog who has been I don't know made smart or at least smarter by uh, by Rubik. No, he's just the- been tossed around. He's been traumatizing this dog by sort of telekinetically <laughs> yeah, okay. wiggling the dog around in the air to Rubik impress the talent judges. Rubik has just been tossing around this little dumb dog. <laughs> so, so the first... Uh, Barky didn't do anything wrong. No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just struggling with the words to even just say this live on television right now. I, I can uh, bleep whatever you need. Just hit it. Um, what's the, what's our boy's name? Uh, Carlos. Carlos. Carlos asks, uh, Rupik to turn him into a lady poodle. Well, well, he he gets, he gets turned into a girl poodle. He gets turned into a girl poodle and is totally like happy about it. And I thought this was like, kind of like, there's parts of the like weird sex stuff. That's like super kind of cool for the time, especially where he's like got no weird masculinity around becoming a girl dog. Yeah, right, it's totally. A, it's yeah, weird but, that they special. It's that weird they, that he specified that he got turned into a Yeah, they have to specify it because because it's critical to the plot because yes. he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna have to seduce his own dog. <laughs> he's gonna get on his but dog. Like, but maybe find another plot. <laughs> and we can't. And, and, yes, we can have a boy turn into a girl dog in the eighties, and it's okay. But we can't have gay dogs in the eighties. <laughs> right, as long as he doesn't turn into a boy dog and seduce his own dog. <laughs> Carlos the girl poodle hits on his own dog to trick him. This is so stressful. It's so weird. <laughs> this show was so stressful. But see, now. And then we have this sister who's hiding yes, in a dog yes. house while the goons yes. are looking oh, for right. them. And That's she decides yeah. that the only she way. She says, you got to do what you got to do. And starts she licking. She licks a grown man's hand to make him think that she's a dog in there. <laughs> she could have she bit him. She could have, oh. I don't know, avoided his hand entirely. <laughs> but no, I do what you gotta do. Oh. Fucking eight-year-old girl. Not, oh, oh my God. The, she has the most world-weary sigh. And later she's gonna kiss Rubik. The yeah. amazing cube. Yeah, she's cube. gonna kiss Rubik, the amazing cube. When Lisa, the seven, the seven-year-old girl is stuck in this doghouse and just has this most world-weary sigh of like, well, Lisa, you gotta do what you gotta do. You, <laughs> you gotta, gotta lick this grown man's hand. Well, I gotta do what I gotta do. I know, it's so fucking gross. It's so <laughs> it's really gross. Like, I thought she could just bite him. She could just bite his hand. She could. There are so many things she could have done. The way she just sighs and soldiers on is devastating. <laughs> I mean, I same. I've been there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the, there's a moment where Carlos, who's the younger of the two, bro- the middle kid, uh, is kind of realizing what the situation is. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he and he goes... Oh, wow. And it feels like the oh, wow in the first little second of I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Like mm. the Jackson 5, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, where it's just like, ah! it's just like <laughs> something coming out of my mouth because I'm overstimulated and confused. Like, yes. <laughs> just worry for these kids. Okay. Now, now, at some point, this third boy who showed up kind of out of nowhere in the show 
He's been uh, there since the beginning. They were, they've yeah. all been Was there. he really at the very beginning? I, I don't know how beginning. you lost track of Rodrigo, know, but there is reason. It's Rinaldo. <laughs> Oh, because their last name is Rodriguez. God yes. damn it. Yeah. Ronaldo. So, Ra- okay, I don't know Ren- how you lost track of the one whose I don't name know. I can't remember. I don't know. I didn't see him. <laughs> so Ronaldo is hiding in uh, the the robbers have a truck with a cage in it, and he gets in the cage to hide. And if you haven't seen a cage before, <laughs> you uh, can so see it's, it's, it's actually, can see sorry, right an unmarked van with a cage in it. It's <laughs> unmarked yeah. van. It's, it's an unmarked van with a cage in it. And they find this boy, this idiot child who's Pre-captured. trying to hide who's trying to hide inside of a cage and he's locked the cage and they're like score you're on the team and he says come on guys i don't want to be a robber and they said uh you know what that's fine but we are going to use you for one robbery yeah. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense <laughs> but it's so funny that he tried to hide in a cage it's incredible it is their god he loved it God. And then yeah. also, sometimes Rubik is tiny and their friend, and sometimes he's like the size of a baseball oh, yeah, game yeah, yeah. mascot. So, I do not like big Rubik. That's why Carlos <laughs> pretends that he's into his dog, be- or pretends, uh, <laughs> because uh, the dog has t- t- taken Rubik, the wizard alien baby toy. <laughs> And buried him like a book. <laughs> yeah, and crucially, we haven't talked about this. When Rubik is unsolved, like his pieces get out of order or whatever, he's like dead. Which happens no fewer than three times Every in time a 24-minute episode. He's knocked out of someone's hand. He falls, and he's unsolved, and he's dead to the world. He's and like they, in a coma. They have to, like, revive him by solving the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Also, it, well, the, the, yeah. when, the two, when the two boys solve the Rubik's Cube, his response when he comes back is like, Thanks, good buddy. And when Lisa, the girl, <laughs> solves him, he's like, Next time, Work harder next time! <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Like he just he just berates her. Yeah. yeah. Which now that I'm thinking of it may have actually been a neg. Yeah. Carlos yeah. has to fuck his own dog so that the dog will tell him where the dog buried Rubik. Yeah. And then his his exclamation, he's so happy that his dog told the truth. He was like, "Rubik, I knew Sparky told the truth." Oh. Gosh. Yeah, I know my dog wouldn't lie about where the. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my Sparky god! Sparky did nothing wrong. He only Sparky needs always the tells the truth. What? So there is there. So like I said, I, I there is a moment. There not a moment. There is there's a dynamic of this show that I found really pretty pretty insightful for what the rest of the show we watched was. <laughs> uh, the older brother Ronaldo has a much heavier accent. Than Lisa yep. and Carlos, who speak with a like a perfect American accent, and I just thought that was really real. Like I really yeah. believe, sure. like this family was like, oh shit, they came here. Yeah. Also, they kind of use Spanglish in the household, but not outside it, of the household. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and, okay. And and because this is a show for kids, they kind of speak it really well and slowly, like Dora the Explorer style, a, so yeah, that yeah. the kids can very learn Spanish. Middle, it's a very middle school Spanish teacher. Yes. Yeah, like especially the mom who says like, Ay, caramba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. And right near the fucking end, I we have to just underscore this again. When Rubik is being asked to go save Sparky, he's like, Rubik don't want to do that. Sparky buried Rubik in a hole. And then Lisa has to kiss him, and big, big, big Rubik blush happens. And he goes, Okay, Rubik do <laughs> for Lisa. And she just keeps smooching him as like as like she met, just like keeps I kissing really him. Really don't like the idea of small animated children having feminine wiles. I know whether yeah. they are whether they are a girl <laughs> or a, a girl man. poodle or a boy as a girl <laughs> or, dog. <laughs> yes, a boy as a girl dog. I do not like feminine wiles as a plot point. Yes, or as a plot for device. Children, yeah, ever, but especially in a kids show. I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's there's a lot to not like. It's <laughs> a lot to yeah. not like about this episode. This show is so stressful. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it when Rubik is big. big I don't Rubik like it when so he's bad. big and over their shoulders. So, 
So two, he two facts have arms. before we before we before we leave this and never return. Two <laughs> facts that I want to tell you. One is that Rubik himself is voiced by uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Ron Palillo, Palillo. Where are you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he pronounces it, but he's a he's a Hispanic actor who played Horshack from Welcome Back, Cotter. So if you're at all familiar with that show, they recorded him speaking slowly and then sped him up for Rubik. <laughs> oh uh, no! The other fact is that the theme song. Is by Menudo. And I didn't see that until <laughs> after I had watched this and was writing notes, and my screen was paused, <laughs> and I just like looked up to whatever, and just out of the corner of my eye, I saw that theme song by Menudo, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I'm like <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. It's also not good. No, no, no. It's bad. Rubik is is truly. In a in a way where you kind of want to peek behind the door one more time, mm-hmm. the weirdest children's show I've seen in a really long time. Yes, I uh, yeah I agree. Yes, especially one that started I think similar to a way a lot of the ones we've seen have, and we're like, God, it's another bullshit show that's going to be really boring to watch. And then, God, it just went so many weird places and made so many weird choices. <laughs> and then Sparky kind of saves the day. And at the end, they're like, good job, Sparky. And no one comments on the fact that all he fucking needed was a was bath. A bath. He's yeah. giving him a the, bath. The parents didn't care about anything other than that he stank like a fucking also, gross boy. the implication in the last scene that the parents don't know about Rubik? Yeah. Okay, Rest I'm sorry. Rubik. This show would have been one million percent better if we had just deleted Rubik. <laughs> if Rubik had yeah. not been part of it, we had just followed the Rodriguez kids and their hijinks. As they lick and flirt their way through yeah. the doghouse. <laughs> As we watch a human boy fuck a dog? No way. <laughs> I don't accept. Jesus. I'm right. Do we ever learn why the criminals need the dog they have somehow no. trained no. dogs to be their like second story wet work we don't know um, why they're acrobats. robbing they also they we know why to... they're robbing because they want the gold they want the gold coins from the, the gold, gold coin factory. from the gold coin factory sure and they ha- they already have two they're extremely two well-trained dobermans trained doberman pinchers. wait yeah. a minute is they it were. dobermans or dobermen oh Do- mm-hmm. <laughs> trash pile doberman trash, trash pile. pile trash pile trash pile we're out we gotta go Okay, we've seen three incredible shows, um, and I mean that by incredible as in they. I don't have any credibility. <laughs> they're they're not. They're these were wild. These were. I'm mad at all three of you. Yeah, uh-huh. we're That's fighting. Fair. <laughs> I think I we totally understand it. that. Yeah, no, we do. You watch two think... bad shows and one good show, and I feel like that's pretty good. <laughs> I, I think this deserves all those words that we use to mean great that, that also have dictionary definitions of like scary, like like awesome. Awesome. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. These shows were awesome in their terrifyingness. Like it was just it it shaken it to our me. core. Yes. 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 I will I will never be the same after Rubik. I didn't expect Rubik to be so viscerally upsetting. No. Yeah, well, I've never seen a a boy get turned into a dog and then bang his own dog. <laughs> Why? Why was that? You can't do that. You just can't do that. You just can't do that. I watched Wheel Warriors first and I got to the end of that and I was like, whew, well, that's got to be the weird one. Let's watch the other two. Yeah, strangely, that was the most normal cartoon <laughs> the of most the three. Tame I might we go got. back and watch Wheel Warriors again just as like a palate cleanser. Just like a little aperitif. Try to just amuse my bouche a little bit to get rid of the other two. <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of thinking we might need to see more Jason the Wheeled Warriors on this show at some point. I mean, like I said, I I pre-screened it before. It's it's as unintelligible. At, yeah. It's two for two on that. It's it's very difficult to talk about. I So here's here's something that we should do. We're doing two weeks of this. So after next week, we'll have watched five or six pieces of trash and I think that we need to vote on one of them. We should do we... so. We could do a trash oh. off. Austin, do you have any trash criteria for us? Or is that, um, that not coming? No, I think brackets? you know it when you see it, right? <laughs> yeah. 
I just feel like we have to commit that one of the shows we watch these two weeks, we have to watch more of. Like, we have to decide that we're going to do another week at some point, like another special down the road where we revisit one of these. I'm most interested because here's the thing. As much as I loved Mighty Orbots, I'm almost worried that another episode might sully its pristine reputation that it has. (laughs) Whereas... I could definitely watch more Rubik and watch what these watch what these kids oh my watch God. what these you guys kids are lick monsters. next week. <laughs> watch what these watch what are these kids gonna kiss this week? You guys are monsters. I'm gonna watch more Wheel Warriors as I go to sleep tonight. Oh, I don't good. usually yeah, watch good shows in bed, but yeah, but you might need to. Yeah, yeah, Amalia. Honestly, I I'm so sorry, <laughs> and I hope someday you'll forgive us. Um, uh, but I thank you. you and only you, Austin. Okay, awesome, perfect. That's all I need. Uh, thank right. you so I'm much for coming on the show. This was, this was any time ever. I love my trash boys. You know that. You're lucky that we aren't having you back next week for another go at this. <laughs> Have my little self back. <laughs> yeah, she knows where you in live the now. She's just be on the show whenever she wants now. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm always on the show. <laughs> I just turn your you mic off. You guys just only turn my mic on <laughs> every, like, few months. <laughs> I think oh. we did establish that candidate at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, we got, a, uh, we got a surface from the pile to get some air, but we will see you next Tuesday. Yeah.